Hello, welcome to another edition of Talking Sports and Fitness with Zeke. I'm Zeke, also known as Mike Zielinski. My guest today is Sarita Avril, who uh, is going to share an inspiring story with us. Uh, welcome, Sarita. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you. You have been a runner, swimmer, biker for many years. You own a running start in West Reading, which sells athletic foot apparel. Uh, you train runners. Right. Fit, always fit. Five years ago, you were diagnosed with breast cancer. Correct. And you had a double mastectomy, right. uh, implants, three surgeries, right. and a few weeks later, you were back running a duathlon. Duathlon. Yes. And uh, you were training for your first half Ironman. Correct. Which that was only 70 miles, I guess, total. 70.3 total. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, after this, you decided to go for a full Ironman. Correct. Uh, it was in Chattanooga. This was a 2.4-mile swim in the Tennessee River, mm -hmm. 116 miles of biking, and mm -hmm. a 26.2-mile marathon. And yeah. I just think that's so courageous, especially after <laughs> all you went through. So share your story with us about that. Um, I've, like you said, I've been an athlete for, I wasn't an, an athlete when I was a kid. I became an athlete when I was in my mid-20s. And it's passion, running and helping others get into the sport. I got into swimming when I was, uh, when I had a foot injury about 10 years ago. I've been swimming for maybe eight years. I mean, I kind of learned 10 years ago, but probably eight really swimming. Doggy paddled my first little sprint triathlon. Doggy <laughs> paddled and um, side stroked. So, the side stroke. Yeah, side stroke. <laughs> I haven't seen paddle. that in the Olympics. Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I was diagnosed five years ago with breast cancer and no history in the family. I'm a super clean eater, uh, work out, um, you know, 20 hours sometimes a week. And um, I was just shocked. They found it in a mammogram. So Did my, you feel like your body, which you had treated so well, kind of betrayed you? Not really. I mean, luckily... They had caught my breast cancer super early with a mammogram, yeah. and it was super curable. So I just I, I felt kind of lucky that I kind of got cancer out of the way, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> I think everybody's going to have cancer at one point in their life if you're going to live to be over 80. You know, I'm hoping to live that long. And so I, I wasn't really that upset or scared, mainly, I think, because breast cancer is so prevalent. I've got... At the time, I had at least five running friends that had been through breast cancer. Now, if I'd been the first one of those five, I would have been scared to death. Yes. But my best friend had gone through it two years ago, and I was her caretaker. And um, she was also curable as well. She had a lumpectomy. I um, had a great relationship with her doctor. And so when I found out I had it, I went to her doctor for a second opinion and ended up going with those doctors and felt super comfortable had she not laid the groundwork there. <laughs> but um, so it, it was never like a huge deal to me. I mean, I know it's, it's, it's a big deal. It's cancer. Do you use uh, your running as a platform to get breast cancer awareness out there? Um, I do a little bit. I use more of in the store doing bra fitting. Um, I, okay. I do, at, at our store, we do not only shoe fitting, but I do bra fitting. And I get women that come in that have had a double mastectomy or getting ready to go through um, some kind of treatment for breast cancer, and they have no idea that I've been through it. 
And then when I explain to them I've been through it, I kind of put them at ease. And then they see that I'm normal looking and you know, active. And, and I think it helps them not be so afraid. Active is an understatement of the century. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. Training for your first full Ironman, and, and I know you're training for another one this coming October. Correct. You were doing 30 weeks of training, 10 to 20 hours a week. Correct. Uh, were there any issues coming back from what your, the ordeal your body had gone through going through that? No. I mean, I, I, I waited a few years before I started training for Ironman. So for my um, right after I had the breast cancer, I was actually training for a half Ironman, but I put that on hold that year. So I did not do my half Ironman the year of the breast cancer. So my first half iron was actually two years ago because I had started training three years ago, well, two years after the breast cancer and was washing my car and broke my ankle. Oh, nice. Two weeks before the event. So that one didn't Tell happen. me you didn't run so, it, right? <laughs> yeah, no, never yeah. running, doing yeah. stupid things. Yes. So, um, so three years ago, I did my first half iron, trained myself for that because I am a, a running coach, but I'm not a triathlete coach. And then, um, so then the next year, I was um, a friend of mine was training for his first full, and I'm in much better shape than him. I'm 20 years older than him, but I'm in much better shape. And I was like, if Todd can do this, I can do it. So I kind of started training with Todd, and then the next year, which was last year, I decided to sign up and compete um, in my first Ironman. And I had retired from running marathons eight years ago, eight or nine years ago. And so my friends kept telling me, you know, there's a marathon at the end yeah. of an Ironman. I'm like, nah, it's just a cool down run. <laughs> it's totally different. <laughs> I can't imagine a marathon being a cool down run. Right. <laughs> but the fact that you were swimming, you liked the bike. Right. Uh, but that's just an amazing ordeal. And, uh, you know, your, your story of your first Ironman is kind of uh, compelling as well. You had a dizzy spell after your swim. I did. And it threw off threw off your target heart rate and slowed you down and you finished right. what just 20 just, minutes shy of the midnight deadline and it yes. took you 15 hours and 48 minutes it would take me yes. if i could finish it 15 months i think to do that that's amazing we well, have nervous you. were you as the clock was ticking that uh-oh i'm not because yeah. you're not certified as an official iron man if it if it's, you finish at 1205 right and if you finish at 1201 or 1205 wow. yes you're so not. you had a great support system cheering you on and stuff i had yes so, so um my coach and i both thought i would have finished the the iron man in 13 and a half hours and uh, she'd give me targets to hit for my heart rate during the bike bike part and i could never hit those targets i was always too high and i was a little concerned because it was my first i didn't know if i could push it and still be able to run the 26.2 so I listened to what she said but so that slowed me down by about two and a half three hours on the bike I'm normally a very strong cyclist but I had to really slow it down which meant I kept getting off my bike at a lot of the water stops and just standing there just trying to get my heart rate down and so then when I finished that I still thought I was doing okay Um, I wasn't really paying attention to clock time and I was about at mile 11, and they started announcing over the intercom. They had speakers set at different places. If you're not to mile 13, the halfway point, 13.1, by such and such a time, you need to take the shuttle. And I was like, what? Wow. Oh, my gosh, I might not finish this. Where before I thought it was going to be a superstar. I mean, my first half iron I had placed. I placed first at my age. And this, I was like, what? I'm not going to finish? So, And at that point, I couldn't do math. I'm not very good with math anyway. But um, Especially when to, you're going through the bowels yes, of exhaustion. Exactly. So I was trying to do math in my head. And, and I asked the woman next to me. There was a woman running next to me. I said, do you know what our pace needs to be? 
And she said, yeah, I think about a 10-minute mile. And normally that's not a problem. But during Ironman, after doing all these other events, and it's very hilly as well, the run is, um, we were averaging about 10, 15. So I'm like, I can't pick it up to a 10-minute mile. I don't think I'm going to finish. But I never said I'm not going to finish because it was her first day Ironman too. I just met this woman on the run course, and she was 20 years younger than me. And um, so I didn't want to discourage her either. So we started running together, and we passed this other woman. And I said, hey, do you know what our pace... No, she said, you girls look great. And she said, you're going to finish. You're going to finish strong. And this was like right before we got to mile 13. And I said, do you know what our pace needs to be? And uh, I said, can you do math? Do you know what our pace needs to be? And she said, yeah, 13 and a half. And I'm like, yes, thank God you can't do math, I said to the woman next to me because she had screwed it up. So then I knew we were going to make it. So, yeah, that gave you a lot of You know, I've heard that from other other runners. Even though it's an individual sport, it really isn't sometimes because runners help each other. Right, running's not. The Ironman, you're not allowed to draft on the bike. You're not allowed... You're not really supposed to be talking to people on the run, but they don't really care about that. Yeah. I mean, they want you to have a good experience. Why do you think you got dizzy? Were you getting dehydrated? Or? No, I was plenty hydrated. I just think I did something a little wrong with nutrition. Yeah, I think I had too much, um, too many carbs. My yeah. old trainer had me doing more gels with, with Gatorade or with a, um, a sports drink where my new right. coach... Does not have me mixing those two, so I think that had a lot to do with this. Is a lot of science in this. Very much science. Now, you, you, October twenty second is your next one, and this Correct. one I believe is in Wilmington, North Carolina. Yes. Uh, what have you? Your experience from the first time, uh, you've learned a lot for the second time. So you're mm-hmm. looking forward to improving your time. And yes, I'm hoping to hit thirteen and a half this time. Yeah. Yes. And uh, your training is basically the same? My training's been, uh, no, it's, it's harder. Um, I've, my new coach has me doing a lot more because I've already been through one. He knows that I'm a runner, so he's pushing me a little bit harder. So, yeah, so I'm doing a lot more longer workouts, and I'm feeling a lot more comfortable and a lot faster. How, uh, you know, because you own your own business. Right. Uh, and you coach other people. Right. Um, how do you sleep? Do you have time for that? Or? I know. Well, fortunately, I have a great staff. If I had tried to do this 12 years ago when I first opened my business, I couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, I had to wait till the right time. So I've got a great manager, a great assistant manager. So you're really comfortable good. not being there so you can train. Right. And um, so over the last four years, I mean, my the store runs like a well-oiled machine. And actually, yeah. if you look at it, you're not really playing hooky from work. No. A, you're the boss, and B, right. <laughs> you're just into the PR promotional part of it, because I'm sure it doesn't hurt business. Oh, but, right, and yeah. I'm working, yeah, I work out with a lot of my customers this yeah, weekend, yeah. I'm riding six hours and riding with two of, two of my customers, and yes. Not to give out a free commercial, but this is a fitness show, so for, for serious fitness people, mm-hmm. uh, footwear, what else does your store do? And it's not just for serious people. It's for people that are walking or just getting into fitness. Okay. So, so yeah, we're, we do custom fitting for running shoes to make sure that you're in the right shoes based on your foot type, your arch. We uh, do a full anal- analysis and assessment. And uh, then we do the bra fitting. Like I said, those are our two unique things. And then we have everything to go with running, you know, sports watches. Um, this mm-hmm. is a GPS that tracks everything, uh, the clothing. And then I coach 5K, um, kind of couch to 5K programs and half marathon classes. Those uh, relative sprints. <laughs> yeah, exactly for me, yes. Um, how was, was there any psychological imperative on your part after the breast cancer uh, diagnosis that by training so hard, does that actually put you back in control of your body? Did you ever feel any of that, that you could control it and master it? Yeah, I mean... I've also struggled with asthma all my life. So, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's harder than the breast cancer. And, yeah. um, 
So, yeah, I just, I know what my limits are, and I, I push myself, and, um, and I just kind of, like, hear me roar, you know. Well, the asthma, obviously the breathing when you're biking and, mm-hmm. and running, especially mm-hmm. if it's hot, right? Right. Uh, and what about swimming? I heard asthmatic yeah. sometimes, especially if the water's cold, can cause issues or fortunately, issues. Yeah, fortunately, my asthma's under control for years, um, and it's allergy-induced. So if I get a flare-up of bronchitis like I did a few weeks ago, that's when it's bad. I mean, I, I couldn't even find my rescue inhaler because I haven't used it in so long. So fortunately, I have a good doctor, and I've been in control for a long time. you got a lot of courage, don't you? <laughs> And my asthma doctor is the one that got me to run my first marathon because I, w- really? I was really yeah. in bad shape. I was in the hospital, couldn't breathe, and wow. uh, was not doing my daily um, Advair, my daily dose of steroid inhalers. And now I'm doing that. And after doing that for a little bit, he said, you know, I, I was new runner then. And he said, you're so good you could do a marathon now. So I'm like the poster child, and I've got the lungs of like two and a half people oh, That's now. amazing. Speaking of lungs, your, your aerobic <laughs> capacity must be astonishing. How long can you hold your breath underwater? Oh, that's not a good test. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm a fairly new swimmer, you know, eight okay. years. So, yeah, that's not very long. But I think the swimming has really helped with my lung capacity. All right. Yeah. Hey, well, thank you so much. Uh, thank, thank you for you. sharing your story. Yeah, you're you welcome. have an amazing saga, and I, I wish you the best of luck <laughs> with you. your uh, October Ironman and uh, no dizzy spells. All right? No, exactly. And no it's drama. Dizzy. Just go and enjoy it, exactly. and so you don't have to worry about missing the deadline. Exactly. Yes. All right, Sarita Avril uh, of the Running Start. Again, don't forget to uh, like us on Facebook and sub- subscribe to the People Chronicles channel on YouTube. For now, this is Zeke saying goodbye. These community stories are made possible in part by BCTV, Susie Ray Design, Queen City Family Restaurant, Lamar Advertising, Heidelberg Family Restaurant, Reading Air, Lions and Hole, Peanut Bar, and Kutztown University.